on the third day, he comes. Today I'm talking about The Empty Man. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends welcome to scott's self-indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today i'm talking about the empty man which is a recent horror movie that uh has something of a cult following already so i thought i would watch it and see what the fuss was about so without further ado let's get started slow burn her horror movies are a divisive subject for genre fans if you like slashers that start with a bang and never let up a slow burn into madness may not be your bag But even if you do like a slow burn, when is a slow burn too slow? Like, sure, you can hint at something creepy happening or have something creepy happen now and then, but how long is too long? For a lot of critics, The Empty Man fell into the too long camp. Over two hours for a horror movie without the obsessive visual detail of Kubrick? No thanks, said a lot of critics. But as is often the case, The Empty Man found fans after theaters. So who's right? The movie follows Jason Lasombra, a former police detective who is grieving the loss of his wife and son. But Lasombra is driven to investigate when his neighbor's troubled daughter, Amanda, goes missing and writes out, The Empty Man Made Me Do It in Blood. So I can see why critics weren't so hot on this movie, because the opening of this movie is fucking rad. It's super creepy, and it's exactly how a movie like this should open. And then the movie that follows takes a long time to truly get going. And I think I know why it feels longer, because a lot of this movie is about discovering things versus things happening. It's the same blend of mystery and supernatural that made critics so-so on movies like The Mothman Prophecies. A slow burn is one thing. In a 90-minute movie, sure. In a two-hour movie, it felt like longer because there isn't much happening to the hero. That's not to say the movie is bad. The acting is all solid, especially from our lead, James Bagedale, uh, Badgedale. And there's a number of excellent moments of discovery and freakouts that when James is around. The movie is trying to capture the movie is trying to capture the feeling of uncovering a conspiracy and maybe losing your mind at the same time, while you're also coping with grief, and yeah, that's overwhelming. There's also some excellent kill scenes where the empty man makes his presence known or takes someone out, and the emphasis on deep blacks in the film's contrast helps immensely with the atmosphere. That said, the movie relies a lot on the payoff being worth it, and I don't know if it is. I think it's aiming for something akin to The Wicker Man where everything locks into place, but it also feels oddly out of left field for a movie that spent so much time getting to this point. I didn't hate it, but it's definitely one that fell apart the more I thought about it. The verdict is it's so-so. Though its pace isn't for everyone, The Empty Man will be creepy enough for many. 5 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.